When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hashtag no music, no intro. Another episode of Hashtag Saints Twitter Podcast. Uh, Ryan and I are sad because we recorded something on Tuesday that we still haven't been able to put out yet. As soon as we get the okay to put it out, we will put it out. Um, so instead of just waiting to get that okay, we're like, you know what? We got to get the people something. Give them, a, you know, talk, let's talk about something. Let's chat about it. Um, let, let's let's go, man. Like, there's been a lot that's that's happened. So, anyone who's waiting for the the JC Horn breakdown, we, we putting it off. We want to be able to fully watch him and give him um, time as a prospect that he deserves on the pod. Uh, but there's been a lot, not a lot, but there's been enough happening in the in the league and and the Saints that we can that we can head on. Um, so let's let's start with let's start with the Saints. Uh, actually, before we before we do that, let's I want to give a shout out. Well, a shout out and and condolences as well because I don't even think we've mentioned it on the on the podcast. First of all, shout out to our our guy Greg Rosenthal. Uh, birthday today, the nineteenth February, turned forty two. Like Greg is a one of the few examples of white don't crack because. <laughs> <laughs> Craig out, out here looking younger than me out here. Um, but conversely, today would have been Chris Wesling's 47th birthday. Um, yep. He passed away to cancer three weeks ago. Um, we haven't really, we, we didn't really acknowledge it on the, on the podcast, but I feel like we, we should, being that we have both been huge fans of Around the NFL podcast for, for years. Yeah, yeah um, man. So... Happy birthday, Greg, and and you know thoughts and 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 prayers and condolences to to the around the NFL, like the family, to to Lakeisha, to to Link, you know, yeah. to, to everyone, man, because that you know that really rocked the the, the football. Yeah, the little football, like, little you know, because you know that's a popular, probably like the number one football podcast, like in general. I think the numbers the numbers are outrageous. Like the numbers are. In the, multi-millions you know what i'm saying like so you know and people listen to that show for a long time and you know though, though all four of them dudes they just got that chemistry together they're real friends it's not like some production that's put together by nfl network you know what i'm saying they actually guys just got to know each other and are good friends with each other and you know just listening to them over the years you know like man you really felt it like when chris was you know chris passed it was like wow and damn you just saw you saw the outpouring of love from everybody just, you know, across the, uh, 
you know, football Twitter or whatever you want to call it. It was just like heavy. And uh, with, uh, uh, when uh, my girl, uh, Colleen Wolf, she was on NFL Network during the Super Bowl, like, you know, just during the pregame or whatever. And she just like broke through production, like, and just, you know, went to a RIP and just talking about it. I was like, damn, that shit was heavy. You know, like, yeah, man, you could just tell that shit was like, you know, because her, her and Chris were like huge friends or whatever. Last time I talked with him, like DM on Twitter, you know, he planned on coming on this podcast once he got healthy or whatever. And, uh, you know, Mark Sessler's been on the podcast. Greg's been on the podcast a bunch of times. Um, so, Kevin you know, it's kind of, yeah. yeah, Kevin Patra. You know, so that's, that's, our, that's our little, you know, that's our fam from a distance, you know. So, I mean, that's, you know, Greg, that's your, that's your homeboy, so. Yeah. It just, it just sucks, man. It, it just, for, you know, 47 years old just puts the, you know, I hate to sound dumb, but, or repetitive, but like these, the last year and a half and, you know, just passing, it just puts everything so much into perspective of like how finite like life is like like this bro. is it, bro like man it's just like that you know what i'm saying motherfuckers saying you're resting peace and they're going through their, their grieving process and it's just like you gone like you ain't here no more you know what i'm saying that's, like that's just crazy just like it just make you think about life like what the fuck what the fuck is this shit like what yeah the, man it's, it's life shit we doing yeah it's <laughs> It, it's it's like you know with, with COVID and fucking social like this last this, these last like year and a half I mean you could go we could go back to like five years ago but like these last two years have just been man raining man on, oh my god so we're not gonna get into like this whole you know philosophy type of podcast but I'll I'll just say this man if you're listening to this just live live your fucking life and be fucking happy because this shit is short like yeah. it's short like if there's something that you want to do in life take that chance if there's someone you want to do in life shoot a fucking shot like yeah. like it's, it's short it's short man um anyway we're not going to get into a whole lifestyle podcast i just want you know just push it into perspective um so let's let's let's. Man, the Saints have done a couple of things that we haven't hit on. We've been busy, not really focused on the, the Saints. Just, they just they just tiresome, bro. But let's let's talk about first thing they they did in turn. Well, let's first talk about the cap. So the news came out a couple of days ago that the cap floor is going to be around a hundred and a hundred and eighty million, which is a like yeah. a five million increase or a little little more yep. increase than they originally thought um so they haven't set what the actual cap is they just said what the floor is um and then before that the saints have made some some moves the first one which was, which was an interesting one is they did some mickey loomis you know cap flexibility gymnastics jujitsu with drew Brees' contract uh where they kind of basically took the took his base and converted into like a with a bonus. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean this is a restructure. Yeah. And yeah, lowered his cap hit tremendously. And then also another move they made is they cut Nick Easton. Which yeah. to me, oh, oh boy. Like I've I've seen that I've seen that offensive line with Pete and, and Caesar. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was like, damn, y'all sure? It's cold out there, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I get I get from a financial a financial yeah. perspective, I like mean, financially and just as a player, like he wasn't it's not like he was just like a huge upgrade. You know, he was just like hey, he was a guy, you know what I'm saying? He was a guy you could put in there and he'll play decently, you know what I'm saying? But compared to the salary, it was just like, well, you could probably do better just finding some other, you know, some other guard, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so they're they they're improving their cap situation. Um yeah. It is, it is, and I, and we've been, obviously we've been fans of the team for years, but with social media now, like Ugh. the constant fucking, oh, Saints cap salary situation, I, I, it is. I'm just like, do you guys even take the time to remember your tweets from last year? It's like y'all say the same shit every year. Every year, bro. Like every year is like. Oh, the Saints are in dire situation with their cap. It's like, yes, they are, and they figure out a way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not that dire, bro. Like, y'all see, every single year, like, since, I mean, since I've been on Twitter, I've been seeing the same shit every year. Like, every year, cap, bro. Like, the Saints cap with my boy, uh, I forgot my boy's name, Jason OTC or whatever. Oh. <laughs> the fuck, whatever. He posts this little, you know, worst top three worst caps. Worst cap situations in the league. And everybody's like, oh, how the Saints are going to get through this? They're going to have to cut somebody, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't know, man. It's like, have y'all not watched Loomis, Loomis Economics yet? Like, Come on, man. <laughs> like, and, and it's, you know, they may have to make some some cuts. Like, there, there are players oh, yeah. that they're going to have to make some decisions on um, in terms of what they're going to do, for, you know, to being, I think, on the top is Janoris Jenkins and, Mal- and, and Malcolm Brown. I think those are two players that they have to figure yeah. out what they want to do with them. In terms yeah. of Janoris, I don't know if you approach if you approach him for a restructure or you give him a contract extension that's going to lower his his base. It's um, tough, man, because he, he I mean he played well last year. He played fucking good. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he did outside of outside of some penalties here and there, but like as a cover guy, I mean he was like kind of more consistent than LeBron Lattimore, even though you know he probably he didn't have the matchup with some of the Matchups LeMarchon did, but like just playing his spot, like he held it down, man. And and I, I think that regard there's gonna be this it's gonna be a completely different Saints team. And and it's funny because shout out speaking of Greg Rosenthal, he mentioned it in his uh NFC potential cuts column that the 2021 Saints may look drastically different than and I don't think they're gonna look drastically different, but it's they're gonna for sure look different. But yeah. that said, if you think this is a team that can win, and let's assume, hypothetically speaking, that Jameis is quarterback. If you think this is a team that can win, you know, 10, 11 games, and then you get into the playoffs and whatever, let the fucking chips fall where they where they may. Like, to me, like, you can't let go of a player. Like, you can't, like, cut Janoris Jenkins. No. Can't do it, man. Can't do it. Especially the way it's, like, the defense is built through the secondary. Dennis Allen is a you know, he cuts his teeth on the secondary. The way he designs his defense is through the secondary, through coverage. Um, that's just that's just how he rolls. And, you know, we finally, you know, through all the years of searching, finally they had two good cornerbacks on the outside. You know what I'm saying? It's like, just hold on to that. I'm like, you know, and I know George Jenkins, he's getting up there in age. 
and you know it could you know he could fall off next year you know but I, I just I would rather just wait till that happens like he, right now he looks like he's a good solid starting quarterback cornerback that's not costing you like ridiculous money so I mean I just figure out a way to make that shit work and that's and that's hard to find, bro. Like that, it's hard, bro, bro, we know that. Like we know it's hard to find. <laughs> like we know, bro. We like Sean Payton, like sending nudes to Josh Norman and shit, trying to get him down here. Like we was hurting, man. You know. Um. So speaking of, you know, so that's Janor's situation with Malcolm Brown. I think go. He he is, bro. He is. But we saw firsthand last year in games he didn't play like the run defense takes a huge hit when he does not yeah. play. Yeah, we're gonna miss him man but he's gone man yeah bring him back. Unless, unless you know they just talking salary not a big deal and they just work some shit out i don't know but other than that i think he out of there yeah like i, I keep saying I, i've said it for weeks and a month a couple of months now like People better buckle up for this offseason, bro. Like, not just mm-hmm. Saints-wise, league-wise. Like, when we've already seen it. Matt Stafford got traded. Carson Wentz got traded. Big Rake, might, Big Rake might be on the prowl. So, like, Big Rake out. Big Rake out hunting. <laughs> are, are we going to get, you know, is, are the Broncos going to decline Von Miller's option? Like, mm. bro. Like, J.J. Watt. Free agent. Free agent right now. J.J. Watt, man. Deshaun Watson, that whole ordeal. Uh, Sam Darnold might is probably gonna get Trent. Like it's 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 gonna get talk about Derek Carr out there. You know, I don't know if that's gonna happen. I doubt it, but like, <laughs> uh, like I don't know. Greg Rosenthal talked about it on the podcast today. He was like, I don't know where's this coming from. Like, <laughs> who is putting this Derek Carr heat out there? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Um. Yeah. So. So. And, 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 and it's funny because it's not really the players on the team that the Saints um, have, like, obviously they have decisions to make players on the team in terms of cuts, but the decision is going to come down to, you know, who do they prioritize with Marcus Williams yeah. and, and Trey Hendrickson? Yeah. If, if you would have asked me midway through the season, I would have said Trey, and I don't know if it was like the neck injury, but if you, I think if you extrapolate what pass rushers get paid, regardless, yeah. what they get paid over what safeties get paid, and Marcus Williams, despite his flaws, has shown literally consistent, consistently that he is above average NFL starting safety. Yes. They, they still don't get paid. They don't break the bank historically. No. They just no. don't. So I, I, this is just me, you know, hypothesizing. I, I, I think you got to prioritize Marcus over bringing Trey back. I agree. And as I said earlier, the way the defense is set up, it's about the secondary and just having a guy I, like, look, I know all the complaints about Marcus Williams. I know I've covered them extensively over the years. He misses tackles. He sometimes takes bad angles. Uh, you know, he, he, but that's kind of like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really not like he's, that's not like he's good in coverage. He's, uh, you know, he, he, he's stupid good range. 
most of the time he's, you know, when the defense is clicking and they're all communicating, he's in the right spot. He's where he needs to be. You don't see the Saints getting beat deep a lot. Like, you don't see the, the ball just going over the defense's head. Usually it's like when it does happen, it's some short stuff, breaking tackles, or, you know, maybe, you know, he's on one side um, defending and, you know, a cornerback gets deep. But other than that, most of the time the Saints would beat is just like, you know, marching down the field. and. Yep in the red zone and stuff like that. So, oh, I mean, he, he's one of the better free safeties in the league. I don't know where. I don't know if it's one, two, three, four, five, or six. I don't know. But he's in the top echelon of free safeties. And for what you could – for what it would cost to keep him, you know, it's it just makes sense to just keep him in-house because he's young. You know, he's been relatively healthy. You know, he's been play, – played a bunch of snaps. You know, he's kind of just showed – even after this season, after the, start, the defense starting off with the lumps, he just solidified. He was just like – he was solid the rest of the season, man. Like, he was just rock solid. Like, I just couldn't find any complaints. And with, you know, compared to Trey Hendrickson, it's, it's – man, it's uh, – you know, you just got to be careful with it, man, because sex, we've seen it. Like, we've seen it out, you know, guys could have those one-hit wonder season. I wouldn't say he was a one-hit wonder. But, you know, you could tell he, a lot of his sacks just came off of, like, being Johnny on the spot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was he beat his guy, which is good. Like, that's what you want a pass rusher to do. He would beat his man, and he'd beat Johnny on the spot to get the sack for whatever reason. Um, but you just don't know if he's that guy that could really, like, be that consistent pass rusher year after year. And for what he's going to cause – like you talked about 17, 16, 17 million dollars a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, bro. You know, like I don't know if you want to dump in that water, but it's gonna hurt. Like losing him will hurt. Yes, that's just a fact. Like losing him will hurt, but I think losing Marcus Williams will be a just a, a tougher hurdle to get over. Yes, I I because I think it's it's. It, I think it's easier in theory, and I say this in theory, to find a competent pass rusher, whether that's draft or free agency. Well, you know, we're not talking about two firsts, but in theory, it's easier to find a pass rusher than it is to find like a, sing, a true single high free safety that has the range that markets has. Right, exactly. So it's, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a gamble, though, man. It's going to be a gamble. You, you hate to see uh, Trigger tr- Trey go somewhere, go to the Falcons or whatever, and just turn into, like, a legitimate, like, a legitimate, you know, top 10 DE pass rusher. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you hate I was, to see that. I, I was thinking of teams I could see him going to. You, Falcons is a good is a good one. Yeah, uh, they need their, their cap situation isn't good, but I could see the Titans kind of throwing money at them oh, yeah. some Titans, type of way. Yeah. Um, he's he kind of seems like a dave gettleman giants guy too bro absolutely absolutely i can see that shit um, he's gonna have a market that's the thing like oh yes oh yes without question we've seen we've seen like in the past couple of years with free safeties the the teams don't go crazy like on the opening of opening the uh free agency to try to get free safeties uh but like pass rushers like they light them phones up early you know what I'm saying? Like they're trying to get him in. Do you? Oh, can you sack the quarterback a little? 
come on in, buddy. Like we got it. We got a seat for you. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they will pay. It's true. Get, it's it, true. I mean, it's just the way the game is, you know. And a lot of teams are gonna go. I think gonna be competing for Trey Henderson, man. They're just gonna they're gonna look at the stats. They're gonna look at the pressures. They're gonna look at the hits and the sacks. They're gonna say, get this guy in the building. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it'd be, and I don't know, I don't know if the Saints think, you know, do they, and I, I doubt it, but do they think about using a tag, maybe like a, a trend, like even, even if they were to franchise tag Marcus Williams, like that, it, it's not a ridiculous number. Nah, it's not, but I just think just the way they, they the way they manage the cap, they want as minimal year one hit as possible. Yes, you know, so, and that cap, that cap is just going to be big. Now they could work something out down the line, like you know, they could you know change the that franchise tag into like a contract and then add yes. like a negotiator on it and stretch out the money. And I don't know, and that's possible. You know, we'll see. Like they, they, they known for doing some shit like that, but uh, I don't know. I think they're just going to try to sign more because I don't know, but I don't know. I haven't heard anything. Like there haven't been like no. No reports of you know Saints and Marcus Williams people have been talking or whatever, and it's it's after the Super Bowl, so they should be able to talk now, at least with the agent. So right, but you know it's a different year. There's no combine and nothing. That's usually when we find out teams are talking and stuff like that. So you know it's just kind of been a been a vacuum a vacuum of information where we just hadn't been hearing much. Give me let me ask you this, just because I still think there's a chance it may happen. Not so much in, in cap relief, but just I just know Sean. Give me a percentage of uh, Mike Thomas trade this offseason. I'd say it's about a uh, I don't know, it's about a thirty percent chance. Okay, you I, I would say forty, but yeah, we're in, we're in the same range. It's it's, an, it's it's likely not gonna happen, but it's definitely possible. Like it's. It wouldn't surprise me. I'll put it like that. Like if I logged in tomorrow morning and just opened up and Saints have worked out a deal to you know whoever has agreed to trade you know Michael Thomas to the whatever, and I'll be like, huh. you know what I'm saying? It's just like it like yes, it wouldn't blow me away. It wouldn't be like the Jimmy Graham trade. Well, I was like, what the fuck, Bruh. <laughs> I, bruh, I almost I was working. I almost left. I almost left my, my job, bro. <laughs> I was like, what? I like I just had to look at the tweet over and over. Like, am I getting chapped? Like, is it? <laughs> I was hurt, bro. Hurt, hurt. I was hurt. Like, I was hurt, man. Like, I was hurt. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, nope. and I love Mike Thomas. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love him, and I'd be, you know, I'd be like, I suck. It suck to see him go, but. You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, you know what I'm saying? He, he would be hard to replace as a player, but... Oh, yeah, for guys, sure. And you know, know what's what's crazy is that, I think I tweeted this today or yesterday, I'm not sure. But I said, if you really think about it, like, there are a lot more holes the Saints have on the, like as a team in general than I think most people are giving them credit for. Oh, like, there's, yeah, man. There's some holes, bro. <laughs> Yeah, and especially after this season. Like, I mean, after this uh, offseason, it's going to be some moves. I'm I'm telling you, the defensive line will not be as good next year. It just would not. Well, especially if Cam Jordan continues. I mean, I don't know if he's in decline or maybe he's just had like a – had an off year. But if he, like, continues to dip, 
I mean, man, like, where's your pass rush? Like, who's pass rushing on the defensive line? On your mother? That's you know what I'm saying. Like, Jadavian Clowney, Sean finally gets his guy. I don't know, bro. Clowney up there on a two million dollar deal or something. Yeah, yeah, and you know how the defense, like you know how the defenses go, man. If the defense line ain't as good, secondary ain't as good. And it and it all goes it, it all it goes hand in hand, right? Because you know, there's a hole next to DeMario. Like in theory, that that player has to be Zach Bond. Like he, there's no it has to be Zach Bond. Like you invested a third round pick in this player. Like it has to be him, right? Yeah. I know, I know. Um and, hey, like. <laughs> and then as well as well as they played last season, especially in stretches, what what have you, like Malcolm Jenkins ain't getting no younger, bro. Like, no, it's like he was. This was his year. Like, this and last he looked, was like, and there were some times where he looked old as fuck. He looked old. <laughs> there was some times he looked old, and maybe you know it's time to a point where he doesn't need to play as many snaps. I know he's Mister Play one hundred percent snaps, but you know maybe he becomes more of a situational Kirk Coleman type. You know, come you know certain pass players, but that's just never been him. He's like just got to be a guy that gets involved in everything or whatever. So yeah, I mean the defense getting older, bro. Like you know, Malcolm Jenkins offensively. I mean, you got Mike Thomas. You know, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. He's not a guarantee to be on the team. Oh, oh, um, no, he's not. Like he's not. He could they could just cut him to save money. Like it's possible. Like Sean Payton. I like him as a player, but Sean Payton. You know how Sean Payton is, man. He's like. I could repeat that production. Like, how many yards did he have last year? About six hundred. Yeah, it would say. Sean Payton's gonna be like, well, I could, I could create that production from some other player. I could draft them. I receive in the fourth round or whatever. Like, that's how Sean Payton's gonna look at it. Like, and it's not like Drew Brees there anymore. So it's not like, okay, let me get this player for Drew. Like you, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's a new day. You know what I'm saying? You got to get. You might get a – if you bring Winston back, you might have a, a different view of what type of mm. receivers you want on the mm-hmm. team. Maybe not so much of these intermediate, um, you know, these quick game, intermediate, catch the ball, you know, running catch type players, but maybe you want more big. Maybe you want to go big and get some big trees that run down the field and stuff like that for James. I don't know. But I think there's a good chance that he may will be going to them. What you got? You know, you got Traquan Smith and and Mike know. and and Adam Trautman. <laughs> You're hoping, uh, my dude. Um, um, who's the rookie? The rookie you did for me? Oh, uh, Marquez Callaway. Marquez Callaway. You hope he's taking some next step, which I think he will. I, I like what I saw from him, but you know, he's a UDFA. You see. So I mean, that's, that's your wide receiver core. You know what I'm saying? Let's go win the Super Bowl, baby. <laughs> with with uh Pete and with Pete, you know and, <laughs> and Caesar and your guards. <laughs> and just think about that, man. Like, man, like I know people are ready to get kick Drew Brees out, which I am too. Like, I'm ready to move on, but don't forget like what he brings to the table as far as like mm-hmm. getting the protections, making sure the protections are there, you know what I'm saying? Getting the he, right guy to run fits, stuff like that. He Coaches all that shit up on the field. People have no idea how much over the years that Drew has uh, made really bad, like not great offensive lines at times when 
Oh. Brian, Brian De La Puente was out here, bro. Brian De La Puente, what was my dude? Oh, oh, oh. To the Texans? Oh, oh, uh, uh, Senio Calamente. Calamente, I mean, he played like every every position on the line, man. Like, Senio, man, bring Senio back, shit. <laughs> he was the shit, man. We love it. We love Senio, bro. <laughs> I loved him, man. He did his thing. Peter get hurt. Senio will come put, put, on put, in. Put, put Senio in there, bro. Dreef get hurt. Let's throw Senio over there. You know what I'm saying? To, Toronto upstairs get hurt. Oh, let's just throw him. <laughs> he, he's, he's what people like thought that Pete, like the versatility. Oh, yeah. He, he can well, kick out to the left tackle. He can't go to the left tackle. He's horrible at left tackle. I don't want to hear that shit. Horrible. <laughs> but like, there's, there's gonna, there's holes, bro. Like, there's. Shit, where war, where war, daddy at? Bring, come on, bro. Bring, bring, bring Larry back. Uh, speaking, <laughs> speaking of, and I just thought that's because I, I remember uh, the, the pictures that uh, Catherine uh, retweeted today. Um, Zach, Zach, speaking of Zach Streif, uh, since the offensive line. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it, man. You know, I just love, I just like the fact that, you know, this is a seven round pick for the Saints, 2006, you know, rode the pine for a while, then became a starter, started for years, played great, took hometown discounts to stay with the team every year, mm-hmm. never, like he was a starter, a good pro bowl, you know, pro bowl right tackle. Right tackle. And never, yeah, man. And he would take like two, three million dollar deals and shit. Like he would just take money and, uh, you know, then you know, retired, retired, then went straight to uh, play by play for the Saints. Ray, you know, long time position held by Jim Henderson. Did that okay? Now he's going to coach with the Saints. And who knows what that means? He might do well and end up being like a long time coach in the NFL. Man, I just like, I don't know. I like that. That's pretty cool. It is. It is. Um, I don't feel. Do we? Man, I don't. Our podcast has become so so much not football lately. Like, did we even talk about the, the Chris Richard thing? I don't know. We did. We sure didn't, huh? Yeah, he, I forgot about it. Actually, yeah, he's the secondary coach. What we talked about, like we threw his name out. You there. did? No, I didn't. That was you. That, that I ain't taking credit for it. That was all you, bro. Hey, it's all the team. We put it out there. What a couple of weeks ago. That Chris Rashard would be a nice guy to bring in with uh with Aaron Glenn going over to the Lions. You know, Chris Rashard, he's a you know, he's a, he's a good coach. He was a good coach with the with the Cowboys. He was calling plays on defense. Uh was with Seattle, you know, during a lot of the good years. Yeah, he's he's just a I think you said it, he's just a good coach. Like good coach. Good coach. So I think he's gonna fit right in. You know, young kid. I mean not young kid, but you know, he's a He's not an old, some old head. You know, he's a young guy that's going to be able to kind of connect with the players and stuff like that. So I think he's going to fit right in. Shit, I could see him not even sticking around long, man. He'd probably bounce yeah. out after a year or two, going to yeah. be a DC somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Pull, so, what was it? The, the Mike Nolan? Pull that Mike, Mike Nolan. Can, can, we bring, can we bring Mike back? <laughs> bring Mike back, man. Like, I don't know what he'll do. He could be just like a, I don't know, assistant to the. Whoever was linebacker. I don't know, bro. Right but that that press conference where he talked about he got hop sauce in his eye. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is Mike Nolan doing? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know. But man, he was uh oof, he struggled, man. Oh boy. Oh, speak speaking of this, let me let okay. 
All right. I'm 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 only going by I'm only going by Greg's potential surprise cuts. If you haven't read it, go to NFL.com, read AFC, NFC, Greg's potential surprise cuts. It was great info. But he kind of said like he wouldn't be shocked if the Cowboys cut Jalen Smith. And I could see that. I could, I could too. Like he was bad last year, bro. bro. Like I would bad. watch him. I don't know if I tweeted about it much, but I would watch and I'd be like, ugh. <laughs> like, that's something I would expect from, like, a Saints linebacker circa <laughs> 2012. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is disgusting. Like, I don't know, man. Like, but, man, he – I don't know. Like, how does that happen? Like, cause, uh, what that? What year was that? Was that 2018 when the, when the Cowboys defense, like, beat the shit out of the Saints? Yes, it was. Like he, him and him and uh him and uh Vanderess, bro, They were just looking like the new Dawn Patrol, bro. They were, bro, bro. As many linebacker duos we've seen in Carolina with you know Thomas Davis and Luke, you know Luke Keekly, uh Devin White and fucking Levante David. Like we've seen some like linebacker duos like in the in our division. But those dudes, and like when they were playing, like the level they were playing at in 2018, bro. I'll tell you what, though. Like, even though he played bad last year, bro, like if he got released, Come I would on. jump on that. Come on. Hot second. Then you got Chris Richard. Come on, bro. I would be right on the phone and making that happen, man. Like, come pair, here, make your career. Pair him next to Demario and just put speed. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, man. Woo. That's All right, let's. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like okay, so that's a great segue to let's just talk about. I said at the beginning of the podcast, this NFL offseason is about to be nuts, bananas. Part part of it is some of it is cap related, right? Like teams are in bad cap like bad cap situations, and you just got to make that you just got to make that that economic choice of is this player worth this amount of money and players of high elk are going to get cut like it's just going to happen around the league players are going to get traded like we've like we've already said we've seen it jj watt ask the texans i want to be out this fucking shit show (laughs) like just let let me go uh geno atkins probably is going to get cut we already saw the panthers cut k1 short who used to for a while he was he would terrorize our offensive line like yeah yeah um, and I know, and I don't, I don't know if Sean's gonna go, but I, I know Sean's type, right? And yeah. we know Sean's type. Kurt Cole, any player that he's played against, especially in division, that he has struggled with as a head coach, when they get cut, yeah. he gives them the the fucking eye emojis, like, oh, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> like I read, to, I saw today that the Bills are gonna let Matt Milano test free agency if that's not a saints fucking linebacker i don't know what is (laughs) without question (laughs) white kind of athletic make plays lots of tackles not great in coverage come on come on airline bro (laughs) come on airline bring your lunch pail bro you know let's get it rolling Guaranteed, they. I don't know if they're gonna end up signing him, but I am guaranteed there. Like, there's gonna be a report 
like the Saints and are interested in bringing in Matt Milano. Yeah, and, and you know what? The way they draft linebackers, Ooh. I'd say just go right ahead, bro. Like, just stick to free agency, man. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to stay working on the draft. <laughs> Shout out to our guy, Jordan Grove. Like, he brought that same point, and that was my kind of point to him on Twitter. I was like, bro, I don't trust these guys with, with drafting linebackers at all. Like, they need to trade for one, or they, they need to bring sign one in free agency. I don't get it. I don't either. I, I don't get it. I, I think, think. And it seemed like everybody else in the division just like just fall on linebacker. <laughs> they just happen to just like, oops, oh shit, we just got another linebacker. <laughs> like maybe not the Falcons. Like the Falcons, I mean, I know they got Debo or whatever, but yeah, and he had his two like two seasons of being like good, yeah. but like he's fallen off tremendously. But yeah, yeah, but like, um, man, maybe Sean should call up his his old buddy Mike Zimmer and say, you know. Anthony Barr. Hey. Anyway, so let's let's talk about some, some some of the big stuff that's happened in the NFL. NFL. First thing, let's start with the the Carson Wentz trade. Um, mm. One from Philly to Indy, um, which to Greg Rosenthal's point and to just a general point in general, the fact that the Eagles were able to get so it's a second round pick in this year's draft and then a, a bill or what's hold on i believe it's a is it a third this it's a third in this year's draft and then next year it's a second that can become a first based on playing yeah. time like yeah. bruh like did i get it frank frank wright is there you know he you know carson Wentz was balling when frank white was in when in philly he played some of his best ball and i know his situation is going to be different he's going to go to a team that has a pretty good offensive line, has good weapons, ascending team. I always – people overrate the Colts every fucking year, and it, it's crazy to me. But anyway, yeah. oh, man. it's just wild. It's wild to me. But anyway, but the fact – like, Carson Wentz literally was dreadful to watch last year. Like, he oh. would do things on the field where I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, it was right. that bad. So for Philly to get a, a third and a a potential first, huh? All right. And it's a risk too. Like even giving up, even though they didn't give up a lot, because I, I think that he has to play 70% of snaps and they have to make a playoffs. Which is, is it, you know, it's, is it both or just one or the other? I thought it was one or the other. I, I think I think it's both. I think it's both. Oh, okay. That makes so, more I sense. Mean, but, yeah, but I mean that's still like it's possible they could do that like, easily. If, you know, even if he doesn't play like super great, it's just that's shitty division, and you know, what I'm saying? he he could get hurt, injured, and Jacoby Brissett might lead them to like a not like like yeah. like the play, you know what I'm saying? Like right, 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 exactly, exactly. So, but it's it's uh, but it's you know it's risky, it's risky with that because I, I I don't know what it is. I mean, we talked about it before, you know, Sean Payton saying. And that Peter King, like, I want the ball in Wentz's hand in that 2018 game. And I just remember watching that 2018 primetime game and I just looking at Wentz and looking at his eyes, man. I just like, something ain't right. Like, something ain't right there. Something ain't, like, something ain't right. We just heard all the little... When the lights got bright, he shrunk. I just feel like that. I know that I, I know Patrick Clayball like hates hey, shit like that. Like what I know. I know. Are the, what the, what the lights too bright, Brian? Like what? You, <laughs> I could just hear him like 
this is about the lights that's changing this quarterback. Like, <laughs> I hear, like, I hear you, clear boy. Like, I just see the little cloud right here. Like, I hear you, bro. But I'm just saying, it's like something just wasn't right there. And when you just kind of look at him, like, okay, he had like an okay rookie year. He had that really good sophomore like season. Then, then he got hurt. Like he he played that sophomore season. He played MVP ish. Like and it was he, good. It was a good quarterback. Then he got hurt. And Nick Foles came in, did his thing, and it just ain't been right since, man. Like it just ain't been really right. Even when they like, even after they, even though they had like some decent games, it was like something ain't really clicking here. And then you have all these reports coming out in the locker room, these anonymous sources, teammates not liking them. I don't know, man. Something funky there. I don't know. But look, he's talented. He does have talent. At least you've seen it. It's not like some quarterbacks where you wait and you're hoping to see it. At least with him, you've seen it. So but maybe you, you can find it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you could, then you could find, you know, crack the Rubens Cube and, Figure out the code, and you know maybe Frank Wright knows that code. I don't know, but it's kind of risky on it's risky on the Colts, man. I mean, I mean for the I mean, Eagles, it's like they just they just you know they take the meal call, but they get rid of that salary and they move on, man. Whether it's Jalen Hurts or drafting somebody at what six? Yeah, that, 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 that's that's what I was gonna ask you, bro. Like they they're in a in a, they're in a position, bro. Where I mean, it's not like they're beholden to Jalen Hurts. What was he a no. second round pick? It's like. Yeah. Hey, if they got somebody that, somebody that falls there, shit, you take them. Like, it ain't no question, if, especially if you like them. If it's like Trey, Trey Lance or it was uh, Justin, Justin Fields. Fields? Ooh, buddy. Man, so, this, this, so, so, shout out to Dylan Sanders, um, who, who, who co-hosts with uh, Ross Jackson. And he quote, he was like, man, like if, if Philly takes a quarterback at six, and I quote tweeted that, and I said, uh, the Saints should be calling Philly to see what it would take to trade for Jalen Hurts. Because I, oh hell yeah, just just saying. Oh hell yeah, man! I'll be like, shit, what you won't play, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. That's all you had to say. Like, yeah, like but, I, uh, I was not a Jalen fan of the prospect. I know you, you were. No, I would. I like, I like, I like him. Like I like Jalen Hurts as a, a person. Like as a person, I just like that he just, you know, just. He's gonna be a guy that's gonna be around for a while. I wasn't like crazy about his tape, nothing like that. But and we saw, you know, we saw him last year. Like he could do some things. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you put it together, you give him a good game plan. He could do some things, but it's not like he was playing like out of his mind or anything like that. It's just like it's. I think the best game he actually, and I didn't even watch this game. I'm just going by what I was told. Is like I guess his his first like three quarters because they they played us. The Eagles played us. When that terrible loss that the Saints did, and then the following week they played the Cardinals, and I guess he played really good against the Cardinals, and it was like a duel between him and and Kyler that I did not see. Um, but um, it's it, it's interesting. The thing that with Wentz though, and this has been even when he was at North Dakota State, is his accuracy, bro. Like he is, yeah. he admit. He, him and Cam, just in terms of like that scatter shot accuracy, yeah. like when they when they get on, they're on, but when they're off, that shit is <laughs> like three, four yards. It's like where were you going? It's gonna it's it's gonna be interesting, bro. Like, and, and this is what I, I, I love that the league has come to this yeah. this thing of like this guy ain't the answer. 
Let's get him fucking out of here, bro. Like, get him out of here. Even three years ago, four years ago, that wasn't the case. Really? Right. And I think what really changed, and I, I know he, I know people may have have questions about him in regards to him being a head coach, and I get it. But really, the coach, the person that really kind of changed the whole game, was Cliff Kingsbury. He came into a situation in Arizona. They had just they had just drafted a quarterback tenth overall in the draft, fam. Did right, man. And he said he got the job, and he was just like, "This guy ain't it." Like, ain't it? We got the we got the first number overall pick. You're never gonna be able to pick that, you know, that high. You you know, in theory, again, jo- Josh Rosen is not the guy. I know who the guy is. I'm. We're gonna. We're going to draft a quarterback, even though we just drafted a quarterback the year before. That took, one, balls, two, like, and I remember, I don't know who it was. I don't know who it was that was just saying that Michael Bitwell, who was the owner of the Cardinals, um, and Steve Kahn, like, it was a thing for them because they didn't want to draft another quarterback and they right. had just drafted one. And, and from a financial aspect and all that, like, I get it. But Cliff was like, if I'm taking this job, like, you got to be open. And I know, like, I know people don't question him as a head coach, whatever. But he's really the one that's changed that whole tenor in the NFL. Like, you got to stick with a quarterback. And, that, and that's the guy. Yeah, especially when you're talking about drafting these guys. Because it's not like, you know, pre pre-2011 where you sign a first-round quarterback and he's guaranteed $50 million off bat and he signed, like, a huge contract. Man, you're getting these dudes on penny deals, man. Even, like, number one overall. Like, you could get out of that shit. Like, it's not going to disable your franchise for the next three or four years if you fuck up. You just got to admit you fuck up. Don't be the Chicago Bears. Oh, boy. Over year after year saying, yeah, you know, if we just get – if we just coach him up, if we get Trubisky, no, like they like the Bears should have got Trubisky rid of Trubisky two years ago. Two years ago, bro. Two years ago, they would have been moved on. Who knows? Maybe they would have drafted a, you know, maybe they could have drafted a, uh, one of these quarterbacks, whoever. Like you don't, and, you don't know what it could have. And think about, think about it. Like two years ago, that Bears defense, I know defense, you know, whatever. That Bears defense was enough to take them. Maybe to like an NFC Championship game or even Super Bowl, bro. Like that Bears defense was. That's how good that defense was, man. They just needed to get competent quarterback play. And they that those years of that defense got wasted. Yes. Wasted. Now it's too late. Like the defense is old now. Oh, yep. Uh, you know, Khalil Mack is like, you know, what the fuck going on with him? Is like, he, you know what I'm gonna be a free agent or traded this offseason? Oh, I don't know, bro. No, just say it. It's mad fascinating, bro. It's fascinating, man. It is. I don't it, know. I, I, but I, it's, it's very refreshing to be like, yeah. No, yeah. It, yeah, let's, let's get this guy out of here. Um, so that that's the situation there. Let's let's move on to uh, there's a there's a lot of a lot of smoke that uh big rape. Might not be back in Pittsburgh next season. Yeah, and it's it's like he was drafted in 2011, and I and I don't think maybe we have, and I'm just not 
remembering, oh, you know, the, the Colt situation with Peyton, but that was more injury related. But like, have we really seen a situation quite like this that such a quarterback of his magnitude or whatever you want to call it? And he basically said, like, you know, kind of said, like, I'm, I'm willing to take a pay cut, blah, blah, you know, come back. Uh, the Steelers cap situation is also not great. Uh, I think they're 30, 30 million over the cap right now. And if you just listen to like the front office talking and the, the like, they like, uh, we don't, they not making any type of commitment to Ben at None. all. None. Like, ben might be, he, he still want to play. Ben might be looking for a job, bro. I don't know, man. Like, he was, he was looking kind of, I mean, what, what Greg Rose is going to call Big Breeze. Big Breeze. Like, he was, he was looking kind of washed, bro. Like, like, what good is Big Ben if he washed, man? Like, it's not like he's like a like a Drew Brees. Like, at least with Brees, it's like, okay, he's washed, but he's going to put the ball in the right spot. He's going to make, like, great decisions and, you know, and all that stuff. He's going to be, you know, accurate in the short to intermediate or whatever. Well, we, you know, with Big Ben, it just was like, he was just bad, man. Like, he was... I think it, I think I really think it's time for Ben to go. Like it's time. Like I don't even know like, if he signs, if he gets cut and signs with another team, I don't even think he'll start like the whole season. It's just unless you know he was coming off an injury, so maybe he needs to get stronger. But I don't know, man. He hadn't really had like he hadn't been great in a while. There, he hasn't. But the, there's a like there's so much quarterback upheaval this offseason. Like he get he get a job. Like, oh yeah, that's no question. I, I I fully believe that. Like I can I, get a job. Look, I can I can take a two teams right now. Uh, the Washington football team. Yeah. And I don't know if that would I don't know if this would work, but I just know how he is as a coach when in terms of big names. I can see like John Gruden mm. want to bring him to the Raiders. Boy, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Cause you know, you know, Derek Carr gonna act like a bitch. He would not have that. Can't stand him, Ryan. <laughs> Bro. Oh man. And then you know how big Ben is. Ben, you know, Ben throw his little shots. You know what I'm saying? Ben, <laughs> ben, ben is something else's damn self. So. Oh, if, if so, I say that if the Raiders brought in Ben, I would expect Derek Carr to be traded. Like I would not. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. But yes, you 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 know Derek. <laughs> I just want to see if it happen just for just hilarity's sake, because you know he gonna be just bitching, you know, through the whole thing wherever he got traded to or something. And oh, speaking of Derek Carr, can we stop with Derek Carr traded to the Saints bullshit? Let's let no nah put a kibosh on that right now. Nah, good on that. Saints, Saints an interesting spot, man, because it's like it's like they're trying to just they're trying to just stay above water. You know what I'm saying? Like, in what sense? It's like they're just trying not to get worse, but I feel like they need to get better. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like are we just trying to make the playoffs? You know, it's like I feel like the team needs to improve from what it was last year and the year before. But it seems like 
feels like they just got to do a lot of work just to kind of stay afloat and yes, be they do. at least close to at par with what they were, you know, last season and the year before. They, I, I just don't know if that's enough. They're in a position of like, if you're a team, if you're a fan of a team like we are, uh, it's kind of the worst position to be in. Yeah. Because they have, like, let's get this straight. Like, they have extremely talented elite players in certain positions. Yeah. Um, in the prime. In the prime. But it all goes, it goes back to football in, in general. And I, I know, whatever, you know, the Super Bowl is in the prime example of that. But obviously, it's a team game, what have you. But if you don't got a quarterback, like, you don't really got shit. And nope. I, I don't. This whole Jameis thing, like whatever, man. Like I'll say this, and I've said it on the pod before. Jameis is who he is. Like, do I think that if he's brought back and he's a starter, are we going to see like, oh, unleash the dragon, some fucking deep passes? Like, offense going to be all open and shit, hundred percent, and it's going to be fun to watch. Um, are there going to be interceptions? Yes. Um, do I think that if Jameis is a starter? If they make the playoffs, can they go on like a run? I don't know, man. <laughs> so I don't know. it's like, what do they do? do like, do, like you said, do they stay afloat, or do they? They don't really have. A, and 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 here's the thing, and if it gets back to our missed Saints Dynasty podcast we did, like they don't really have the 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 ammo to make a move. Like they really, like they really don't. Like they don't. Hit, there's really nothing they can do to, to bring in Deshaun Watson, unless like unless it's and I don't even know if this was interest in Texas, but it has to be like Mike Tom. I don't think it's Mike Thomas. I think it has to be like Alvin and four first round yeah. picks or three first round picks. Yeah. And even if you're the Texas, is that enough? I don't know. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then they're picking 28 overall in the draft. The last time they were picking like 27 and moved to like what 14 or 12 to draft Marshall Davenport, and that cost. Like, but like, I I I don't know, man. The 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 player. It's gonna sound weird to say, and I don't think I don't know if he can do it as a rookie. But the player that I think they that they draft him that I would feel pretty decent about them, not long term, but at least in like the next couple of you know next couple of years. I don't, Matt Matt Jones just seems to make sense, and I don't know where he's gonna get drafted. I don't know where his range is. I don't think he's going to make it to 28. Daniel, Jer- Daniel Jeremiah had the same draft at 28. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's, it's literally fascinating to see how all this is going to unfold. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I mean, Jerem- Daniel Jeremiah had him going, like, to the Falcons in his first mock. Did he? And, uh, what's, what's that, the Falcons? I was like, that's high, bro. Four? Mac Jones, I think he had Mac Jones going high in his first mark, and in his Jesus. second mark, he had him going us. So it's like I don't know where Mac Jones. I don't know. Like I don't know where he's falling. I, like, I there's still, no I still, consensus on it. Still think that like the, well, I don't know where the Patriots pick, but I still think him and the Patriots just make a fucking perfect, yeah. perfect fucking marriage. <laughs> Um, but like, you know, that's it. Like, good luck predicting what the Patriots do. You know what I'm saying? It's like two check, two check. So, I mean, I don't know, man. But, yeah, I, I would, you know. Oh, if he was there at 28, like, I just – it just wouldn't even be a question for me. I was like, man, go get that. Yeah, easy, easy. And it's it's funny, too, because I've I started – I've started 
thinking of like the players like in my cloud of I would want the Saints to draft at at four. I mean, sorry, at twenty-eight. And right now, there there's only four players, and those four players are all offensive players. Like maybe because I'm not super plugged into the draft, but like all my four players are all fucking offensive players, bro. <laughs> um, Matt Jones, uh, Tony from uh, Florida, Najee Harris, uh, Travis Etienne. Like, like it's like you said on the last podcast. Just get good players and I promise you it will figure itself out. Could you imagine like if, if you just thought about it, right? Especially how you know the draft and the NFL still kind of devalues running backs. And you know, let's say it's Jameis, hypothetically. And Sean says, you know what, we we want, you know, Jameis is gonna be our quarterback. We're going, but we're gonna be, lean on our run game. Could you imagine a, a, a tandem of AK and Najee Harris, bro? Oh man, just two two piece in defense. Woo-hoo. I would love it, me, bro. I love it. Just who like that? Like, there's different ways to skin skin the cat in right. in, in football. Um, and look, so- and if you turn if you turn Jameis into like. I'm not saying like the exact quarterback, but look like how the Browns did with uh with uh, Baker Mayfield oh, last year. That's great analogy, man. Like they just you know just play action, kind of keep it simple, and you know take your shots when it's there. You know what I'm saying? Like just kind of break it down. Like not not like just not hiding the quarterback, but just kind of streamline it where okay, the game is not going through James Winston. You know, it's going through AK and Najee Harris. And the offensive line, and, what, you know bro? what I'm saying, and, and a good defense, you could win with that, bro. Like you could win a championship with that. Like, you yeah, could. you could, you could. Like, like and, and and then okay, okay, but and then at times, okay, you got to sling the ball. I mean, James Winston can sling the fucking ball. Yeah, you know? like, 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 let's not be let's not be silly. Like you know, James can throw the thing when he wants to. Like, I'm I'm just saying, like it. I, I'm just started. I'm started thinking about like the, the cloud of my my players. I want at 28 if that if that's where they stay. Where you know players might be there and like those those are my four. Like no defensive player at all. I haven't even Bro. dug super heavily into the into the draft. And I, don't, I honestly don't know if I'm going to. <laughs> I don't like Najee Harris. It was funny. I was listening to uh, DJ's podcast and he was interviewing Najee Harris at the uh, Senior Bowl. Man, he sounded so miserable playing at Alabama, bro. <laughs> you know what's like the, crazy, the crazy thing about Najee is, and I told this to my girl, but if you listen to him talk, his voice in the in the person that he is, like as a person, does not oh, does not match how he plays on the field, it bro. It, it don't match at all. Like he's very just kind of. You know, just expressive and uh, you know, like this just sounds like a you know, like a guy you like the social media would love to interview him. Like you yes. know what I'm saying? Like Yes. Like they'd love to he'll be like the media, whatever they call it, little war of the year, where like he's the media guy of the year or whatever. But uh and he was like we was talking he was talking about playing in Alabama, he was just like he, you know, they asked him like, Oh, how does playing in Alabama compare for the NFL? He was like, Oh like, he let out this long side, like Ugh. like, you know, we'll constantly micromanage that at Alabama, it's one of the toughest places. It wears you down mentally and physically. And damn, he let the damn, top of, he let the top of Sango Nick Saban like that. <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro, you sound miserable. Like, 
Like he couldn't wait to get the fuck out of bed. Right? And he went back, bro. That's crazy. That's crazy, bro. I mean, fuck it. Like I guess you know whatever. But that shit was just funny to me. Like he wasn't really dissing him, but it was like he just sounded like like if you just listen to it, he sounded like he couldn't wait to get the fuck out of that place. That you, we we can have our own little Alabama backfield with Alvin and fucking not oh, well, bro. Come on, come on. Shit, ain't that shit? Let's turn it back. Um, let me. Let's, I'll I'll end with this because we can fucking chat football and we've gone like an hour. I'll end with this. There there's been a lot of a lot of fire about division rival Carolina Panthers. You know, oh, yeah. getting shit ready. You know, going after number four, Deshaun Watson. And I, I believe it's it's hilarious because I literally, before like this news or whatever dropped, I had tweeted about it like a couple of weeks before. I said, you know, I wonder if if, if Carolina makes an offer to, to, to Texans. Like it has to be like, I think I said Christian McCaffrey and three first round picks. And literally like last week, like that's like, it comes out to be like, that's potentially what the offer may, may be. And in terms of draft capital and a blue prospect elite player, Carolina's picking number eight. And then you have Christian McCaffrey. And then you're, and if they offer the Texans two future first round picks, I, I think that's, a, I know, I know Houston don't want to trade them, but I think that's an offer that makes them go, hmm. And it might even throw Teddy in there, like yeah. Oh, sorry, I forgot, forgot Teddy. Because that that gives them a quarterback hey, that can be. You have happy. a starting quarterback. You yes. know what I'm saying, like. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like I mean, like bro. Like I at least like if the Texans got that call, they'll hang up and be like, "Okay, let's talk about this." Yes. Yep. Like, what, what you think about this? Like, hmm, I don't know. Like, hmm, then you had eight, you know, maybe you could package something and move up for a quarterback if you wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, okay, you know, maybe we could do something. So, yeah, I, I, I could see it, bro. And, you know, the owner, you know, the new owner, he's a old hedge fund guy, made billions. I mean, he bought a fucking NFL team in the 21st century. That's wild. You know, like, you, first of all, if you look into it, to buy an NFL team, a majority stake, you have to come with cash. And all NFL teams are going for a billion dollars plus. You know what I'm saying? So he had to put up like $1.1 in cash or something like that. Cash. He not can- fucking stock assets and shit. That's- money. And this, that's the type of money he made as a hedge fund, as a dude that ran hedge fund. And if, like, go listen to our uh, podcast, my cousin Jarrell. You talk about his friends, like they play the game of risk. They put up big money with high risk. And if 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 somebody gonna make this deal, the motherfucking owner, uh, uh, you know, I mean, look when they wanted Matt Rule, when Matt Rule came on down there, like Matt Rule's supposed to go to the Giants. When Matt Rule got in that building, the Panthers, they nope. locked the fucking doors and said, "You ain't leaving. Nope. <laughs> you ain't leaving until you sign this motherfucking contract. What? what, what how much you want? You know what I'm saying? Like, so." They could make it happen. Yep. They could make it happen. They got the owner, they got the coach, and all that stuff that'll make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Bro, so, I, can you, Deshaun and Joe Brady in our division? Uh, oh, fuck that shit, bro. Fuck <laughs> that. I don't want that shit. Fuck. <laughs> the 
just just sitting on like, oh man, then we could have drafted the song. It's like, fuck that shit, though. It all comes full circle, right? All comes uh, flat circle, bro. I'm telling you, man. That shit crazy, man. Oh god, I mean, oh, oh. It, it is what it is, bro. Like, hey, hey, can Saints Twitter? Like, can we stop like? Fucking trending Drew Brees. Like, why the fuck is Drew Brees been twitting for two damn days? I'm like, like, what the hell is going on? Like, the, the man is at home in San Diego somewhere, just chilling. He ain't tweeting shit. Big chilling. Promoting something. Like, why are we fucking trending this man? <laughs> man, I heard big chilling. Big chilling, dog. I'm like, they, he's they, trending. They, I, they got his neck, bro. My fucking my wife, uh, my god, my my, my father-in-law. He called me like, man, I thought we got we getting rid of Drew Brees. He coming back because motherfuckers is posting some old article about him coming back to the Saints and he got from everybody. Like, yeah, from last year. I'm like, no, he ain't coming back, man. <laughs> like, what are y'all doing? Oh, and, you know, this is pandemic still going on. People ain't got shit to do. Bored, yeah. you know. Poor Drew, they. You know, and the, and the pendulum is kind of shifted because it was like, it was like, you know, get rid of Drew Brees. I'm like, hell yeah. And then you had his little defenders like, oh, respect his legacy, you know. Oh, the, as I think, who, who was it? Was it Eric called him the, the Drew Anons? <laughs> <laughs> the Drew Anons. The Drew Anons. Oh, man. For real, bro. But now the pendulum is sitting like people are like really shitting on Drew. Like, bro, he held he held the Saints back. He held the Saints back from championships, and he's the worst of. Like, well, calm down now. Like, come on now, put a little respect on his name, and please, at least some. Like, I, I, if, if we just speak in football, like last year, I get it. I'll, I don't put all of last year the Vikings game on Drew. Like, that was a complete team failure, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um. This year against Tampa. Yeah, that, that's on Drew. But you know, I mean, they they should have they, they should have won they should have been in the Super Bowl, you know, the year before, you know, two years before. Three years before, we talked about on podcasts, that second half against the Vikings, you're not gonna see a better quarterback performance. Like, like he was out of his mind. Like I I get it. I get it. Trust me, I do. But put some respect on his name, man. Like, and let's not even talk about the peak of his primes in the seventy-nine years and the two thousand twelve Barney Gate, two thousand eleven fiasco in San Francisco. Like, come on now, like, come on now. Like, I, I, and I again that I, I've seen I've seen a lot of athletic performances, but being in that stadium, seeing like how I won't say he's tiny, but like tiny compared to his you know, opponents and the team, like he's like just his stature. And that is a, that game against the 49ers was four turnovers, five turnovers. There was a Courtney Roby fumble. Like it was just bad, bro. Just, just bad. We had no reason being in that game. And it was one of the, I think to this day, the loudest away stadium I've been at. Loudest away stadium I've been at. It was ruckus in that bitch, bro. Like, it was a party. And, you know, fuck, if I hear that goddamn song that the 49ers played at kickoff one more time, <laughs> like, but to see what he did back against the wall, the, the play to, 
Darren Sproles, and then they came back with Alex Smith, you know, quarterback, you know, to the left, whatever. And then the play he makes to, to Jimmy, like, come on. I, y- y'all got to put some respect on his name, man. He, he goes in the Super Bowl against Peyton Manning and outplays him. Y'all, y'all come on now. I, I get it. I get it. Like, we haven't – as a team, they haven't gotten over the hump, and Drew's played a part in that. But let, let's let's calm down a little bit. <laughs> please. Please, please. But, you know, his time will come. He just need to go ahead and just flip that retirement card and, you know, then maybe people stop talking about him. Yeah, do that. You know, he's going to get the, you know, NBC, you know, next next year. Like, you know, Drew's yeah. going to be all right. You're going to be all right. Go we'll get that yellow jack. Um, so, I mean, I think we, we, we covered the NFL landscape of, you know, quite a bit. We also covered the Saints landscape quite a bit. Um, I, there's still going to be a lot of moves happening around the league. Uh, we're already seeing teams kind of cutting players already. That's going to continue. Um, I mean, just I, I'm just now realizing that, like, after next month, or excuse me, after next week, it's March. Like, super crazy. Yeah, Great to see you're going to be here soon, bro. About to pop off, man. Oh, boy. Try to keep going, man. Great to see next month. Then April, I think, is the draft in yeah. April? End of April? Draft is, draft is late April, or like the last week of April. They pushed it back. Draft, man. I don't feel like it's draft season, like, some reason. It doesn't, bro. It doesn't. Like, I have not – like, I've watched some players, and obviously we, we watched some players for the, for the pod. Um, but, like, I have had not had that, like – Ooh, like let me go watch some prospects. Like that yeah, has not hit me, I, bro. I, it has not hit me at all. Like, I haven't even been seeing like mock drafts on my TL, like talking about, you know what I'm saying? Like mock draft generators and all that shit. Like I've just seen a couple, but not like crazy. I don't know. It just it feels different. Maybe maybe because it's because of no combine. Like I, I don't know. I think it's the combine. I think just because everybody, like even my wife, like watching the combine. I don't know. She like watching motherfuckers in tights running around and shit. Well, but like you know, people just like the, the fucking combine. Like you just get everybody there at the same time, and you know. But so it's just the fact that it's not there, and I'm fine with it not there. Like I know my man Tony Pauline. <laughs> Delicious, like Tony's hot, bro. Are you listening, NFL? <laughs> Like, man, I get 95 percent of my fucking news at the damn combine, bro. Shit. Ooh, Tony. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it, like you said, man, the train's gonna keep rolling. Um, it, it's it's shit about fucking business about to pick up, bro. Yeah. It's, it's about to be fucking popping. Um but as oh man, I, I am too, man. Like I'm I, I get more excited about NFL offseason than I do about NFL regular season, bro. Yeah. You know, just to see what teams do and and what have you. But anyway, we got you guys covered. Uh, We we hit on a lot of shit today. And then hopefully next week we can drop what we recorded this past Tuesday. Like, if if we're able to drop it, hope you guys get to experience it. Like like I said, when we recorded, it it was like my Super Bowl. You know, I've been podcasting five plus five-ish plus years now it's off and on which is kind of crazy um most excited i've ever been about any type of episode i've ever recorded and um it was just it was amazing so hopefully we can finally share that soon 
And then also next week we do, we will do the um, JC Horn breakdown. Um, I might throw in another player, like we may break down two players um, just, just for fun. Cause honestly, I don't think JC Horn is going to be that 28. I think his draft stock is too high. Uh, he's the number, you know, some number one, number two corner on some people's boards. And it sounds like the consensus, not the consensus, but most people expect that Patrick Sertan's junior, it's crazy, makes me feel old, um, is to be the first cornerback drafted. But it seems like that, might, you know, it could be J.C. Horn. I'm just saying, like, I don't think he's falling 28. But we'll still break him down. Um, and then, we'll, you know, we all want, also might throw another player in there. So we got you guys covered. A lot of, a lot of things coming. If you are a listener, if you haven't got your mask yet, uh, Ryan has, you know, has sent out more masks. Uh, we apologize. The post offices is crazy and everything. And if you're a listener, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and also, if you're a listener in, you know, obviously Louisiana, Texas, I have obviously family in Texas and everyone in the, in the South that is dealing with this terrible fucking storm. Like, please stay safe. It's just, it's it's a little, well, it's a little while that it's fucking 2021 and. Like mother, like mother nature, mother nature just shut shit down, bro. Like it don't matter. Mother nature setting us back to 1860, just like that. You know what I'm saying, like that's crazy. Like a lander just landed on the on Mars yesterday. <laughs> Mars, bro. Shit landed on Mars, and there's video of a whole last planet just chilling by itself. We on Earth, we can't figure out how to get water. In. Come on, man. <laughs> My cousin on Facebook, like, oh, I got power today, but we don't have no water. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but we on Mars, though. <laughs> <laughs> we on Mars. It's like, oh, Jesus. Come on, man. Um, anyway, we're going to get out of here like Ted Cruz, you know, in <laughs> peace. <laughs> peace, niggers. <laughs> <laughs> but with that, uh, we'll be back next week with that. We're out. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.